It's time to stop the property search and crack the deal. I'm Luke Moroney. And I'm Mark Naven. And we're the team from Search Party Property. We see a lot of people get education, attend seminars, and never buy an investment property. We would like to help you on how do we invest in property like the pros and stop the search and crack the deal. The podcast is for information purposes only. Make sure you seek your own independent advice from your solicitor, accountant, or financial planner. This is Luke Moroney for the Daily Property Podcast. And my topic for today is, do you need to diversify when it comes to your property investment portfolio? It's an interesting thought, and the reason why I bring it up is in relation to a couple of situations or a couple of examples that have come up in recent days. And I had a conversation with one particular person who is actually in a situation where they own two properties in Sydney, one being an investment property, another a their own occupied property or where they live. They now have two properties in the um, inner suburbs of Brisbane. Now, on conversation with a financial advisor and an accountant, not sure which one that was who advised them this way, they felt like that they had to diversify and maybe buy a property in Melbourne or Hobart or actually buy another one in Sydney. Now, I questioned that particular client, potential client with the thought that their property portfolio only has two in Sydney and they have two in Brisbane, but the values that they didn't consider. So the property values of the Brisbane properties are 900,000 and the property values of the Sydney properties are 1.7 million. So buying another one in, in Sydney was will you know way outweigh the um, property values of the Brisbane property. So that's one consideration. The second one is in regards to this particular person buying in another market when they don't really know why they're buying, they're just buying because they're trying to diversify. So we went through the, uh, a few conversations and I'll bring up a few stories of examples through the podcast in relation to why it's not, you're not, it's not good to actually buy um, just for the sake of diversifying. So that brings me to my first point I'd like to make. Um, are you doing it just for the sake of doing it? in terms of diversification. You wanna put yourself in a situation where you're looking at that individual investment and looking to say, is that gonna bring me cash flow? Is it gonna bring me growth? Does that fit into my property investment strategy? And if you're in a situation where you're looking at a property market like Sydney, like Melbourne, they've increased by 60, 70% in the last five years. Well, between 2002, 12, and 2017, and then you've got a situation where they've dropped by 10%, um, if not more, in the last 12 to 18 months. Now, are you in, and looking forward, and, and I guess this is in my opinion, we might see another 10% drop during 2019. You really need to think about your strategy of diversification when it comes to that particular point of looking to buy in Sydney and Melbourne markets and you're gonna lose money on it. Now, the examples that I give in terms of if you did buy two years ago in the property market of Sydney, 
Um, one of these property uh, went, went to auction over the weekend, and this particular gentleman that would put his property to auction bought it for $2.1 million. At auction over the weekend, he couldn't even achieve $1.7 million and the property was passed in. So he struggled to sell that property. He's actually moved on to buy another property and he needs to sell this property to actually complete all the sale. So I don't know, he might find himself in a very difficult situation in the coming month or so. Another property that I heard about just today was in relation to a Hills District property, so in the northwest of Sydney, and where a um, buyer bought that for $1.1 million only 18 months ago and then just sold it on the weekend, I believe it was at auction, for $810,000. That's almost a $300,000 drop in property price. Now, if you're going to diversify in the market of Sydney and you bought 18 months, two years ago, you might find yourself at a lower rate today. And what does that put you in a standpoint if you have to sell in the next one, two or three years, maybe even longer? Are you going to really achieve the peak prices that were set back in 2017? Probably not. And that's what we have to be careful on when it comes to diversification. Be very careful. My second point is in relation to, which I probably explained through the, through the examples there, do you really want to buy in a falling market? You know, I suspect, and I guess there's a, a number of other opinions. I know SQM Research that um, compiles a lot of property research um, on a regular basis are expecting Sydney and Melbourne to reduce their prices by six to nine percent this year. I tend to agree with them. I'm probably on the higher end of that number of nine or ten percent. So, if you are looking to buy in these markets of Sydney and Melbourne right now. Are you buying in that falling market? Is it going to go fall further? Can you wait a little bit more time if you want to buy in those markets or look to buy elsewhere in areas that are going to grow, in areas that you can potentially get higher cash flow? So that's a consideration. And I guess that's what we do at property at Search Party Property is looking for those investments that are going to grow in the next three to five years and have got some good cash flow so you can actually minimize your risk. The third point I'd like to make is about listening to financial advisors and accountants. You really want to work with someone who has got their own property portfolio themselves, is doing some similar things to what they're advising you. So this is where I do tend to struggle with the whole thing about financial advisors and or accountants um, that are not in the game of actually doing property investments or not putting their money towards a share market or a managed fund. So this giving advice and what the data has said to them has worked in the past, but doesn't mean that that's going to work in future. So you've got to be really careful about, you know, what advice you're taking from others. Are they doing it themselves? Are they buying property themselves? Now I've I've been in a situation where even with my own property portfolio, I'm looking to see if I can shift more money into the Brisbane market because that's where I see the growth and the high cash flow in the coming years. I've even got to the extent of selling a property down an hour out of Melbourne. I'm looking to sell a second one if I can as well and moving that money up to Queensland. And last year, on the back of some of those financial gains that I had in the Melbourne market, moved that, pro- moved that money up and to buy um, property up in, um, in the Moreton Bay area 
um, so a couple of properties in in that or transferring loans and and capital growth into those markets so i am practicing what we what i preach and that's a market we're looking in that's what we're we're looking for for clients and it really would have to spark my interest dramatically to buy something in sydney right now and it would be something that i would want to quickly flip over if it was a case to actually make a purchase in sydney and be able to be wary as well that the market could drop as well so you want a significant discount and I'm talking somewhere between 20 and 40% if you really want to make some decent gains on that or protect your risk moving forward. So a lot to consider in this, but be careful about who's giving you advice. Um, you know, Whether they be a friend, a family member, a financial advisor, a property buyer's agent, um, you know, other people selling property, you've got to see what they're doing, what their experiences are, what they're doing for clients and you know what the success level that they've had in the past. So all that needs to be considered. And it doesn't mean that the Sydney property market has grown by 70% between 20, 2012 and 2017, that that's a marker of success for you to then go and buy back in the Sydney market right now. Because remember, like I said in those examples, it has dropped. Be really, really wary about that and be careful with the whole thing about diversification. So the consideration for you today is, do you need to diversify your investment strategy or do you kind of look at a diversification strategy of getting maybe one property that's high in cash flow and one that has a parcel of land that you can potentially put uh, a granny flat on or subdivide on. So they're different strategies, but within the same marketplace. And that for us at Search Party Property is a marketplace that we're looking for growth in the next three to five years. So hopefully that helps in your property investment journey. If you'd like to talk more about your individual circumstances, then give me a call. My number is 0400 332 377. Thank you all.